today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We've been talking a lot about uh, the, of course, uh, fate of the PC party, who is going to lead them, where it is going next. And, of course, for uh, over a year now, since Donald Trump was was elected in the United States, the whole populist movement down there and how it is all growing. Aniko's research, uh, research, uh, research study alongside the Canadian press shows that populist views exist in similar areas of support where Rob Ford found excess, uh, success. rather. Could we see another rise similar to this? Are people sick of the status quo when it comes to politics. Uh, let's bring in Andrea Perella, Associate Professor, Director at Laurier Institute for the Study of Public Opinion and Policy, Wilfrid Laurier University. And Andrea is on the line with us now. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. My pleasure. So let's start with, with a basic definition. What is a populist movement? A populist movement is um, a grassroots movement. It's a voter movement or voter uh, grouping of voters uh, that is oriented towards leaders or political parties that supposedly represent the people, uh, not just in a generic sense, but the people versus the status quo, versus the power establishment. So it is, a, in a way, a, a voter uprising. Uh, obviously, we saw this in the United States. I guess we could say similarly, we saw this with the Brexit vote uh, before that. Is this growing? Can it happen here? Well, we saw it also in Toronto, as you noted, the Rob Ford preceded all these yep. other mm-hmm. other events you talked about. Um, populism is something that we've seen come and go in the history of democracy, in the history of, of Western society. And it usually is something that you find as a consequence of economic upheaval. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a depression uh, or it could be in- industrial reorganization. Uh, technological change, if people's economic circumstances become more uncertain and if they're suffering uh, and if no solutions are put in place uh, to, to address that and to remedy that, then, then they get mad. Um, and populists, and, and the term that we use is political entrepreneurs, uh, basically people exploit that. They exploit that sentiment and organize people around a narrative. Uh, and this populist narrative can take many forms. It could rise up in the form of the problem is fill in the blank ethnic group. The problem is fill in the blank socioeconomic group, you know, the, the right. wealthy, the, the bankers, or fill in the blank. Now we're hearing elites, uh, which I'm not too sure how that's defined. Um, so the populist movements emerge out of that. Uh, does it mean that government is not listening to the people? I don't know if government is not listening to the people, because that's, you know, how does a government listen to the people? Uh, you know, that, that's a good question. We, we, we hear about that, but I, I'm not too sure if there's this giant ear uh, attached to the parliament buildings that listens to people's input. Uh, one can say that the parliament is listening to the people. Absolutely. Uh, elected members are in touch with their constituents. They have meetings every month, or they have like regular um, writing meetings, writing association meetings, or, or town halls, or whatnot. Um, they, they post their email addresses and, and phone numbers. Um, their offices are always available to receive um, questions from, from their constituents. Um, so, in a sense, you can say that um, government has never stopped listening to the people. But what, what do you do with that input? Well, sometimes the solutions are not so easy, especially in this globalized economic situation we find ourselves in. It's not a simple, you know, one or two policies and there you go, whammo, you solve a lot of economic problems. A lot of problems are too big for any one government to solve. 
Um, so yes, they're listening, but you know, what do you do when you're you know gravely ill? Are the doctors not listening to you? They are listening. They just say we can't do anything about it. Mm. Uh, you know, here's some medicine to make you comfortable, or here's w- ways in which you can make your life more you know livable. But you know, imagine that way. So, is the government stop listening? Sometimes the government just has no solution, right? And that's very difficult to admit, and no one will admit that. I, I think somebody came close to admitting that, saying that we cannot do much about structural unemployment. Um, and that person led a party that was decimated in the 1993 election. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.